You're listening to the Story Shout Podcast, hosted by Kelsey Jones. We're a weekly podcast dedicated to destigmatizing failure and laughing at our normalcy. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Story Shout. My name is Kelsey Jones, and I'm joined here today by Catherine Cambow. She is a friend of mine in marketing. Um, We've done several podcasts together and then also worked at Search Engine Journal together. So Catherine, thank you so much for joining me. I'm excited. Thanks for having me. So uh, Catherine, what do you suck at? I suck at a lot of things, but we're talking about arts and crafts today. That's something that I really sucked (laughs) at since I was young and until now, unfortunately. (laughs) And I love that you picked that because I instantly thought about, you know, both of us are mothers and have kids. And so I think about, um, you know, I picture you trying to do projects with your kids and it's just not ever turning out. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Like just going back a few years back, like when I was a young kid, my older brothers were really great artists. Like they can draw, you know from just imagination, not really copying. And then here comes my, the, the, the only girl in the family and my mom (laughs) tried to enroll me in a lot of, you know, summer classes, painting, whatever. And I couldn't, I can only draw a, a stick person. until. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'm, I'm like that too. Like I can, I can look at something and kind of draw it. It never looks right, but I can never just draw something and I can't, I can do like patterns. Like if Mm -hmm. I could do, I I used to work at a, like a self checkout at a grocery store and I would doodle on the, you know, while I was watching people and I do like patterns across the page, but that's pretty much all I can do. I mean, I cannot, I'm so amazed with the people who are just born creative and great artists because I cannot think of illustrations in 3D, like drawing and then thinking that if you add a shading here, it will make the face more real. I just can't. (laughs) (laughs) But I survive. I survive my 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 school until adult life that I I without even knowing how to be gifted in the creative side but of course like you said it's different when you have kids who are in preschool who which you know the arts and crafts and drawings and paintings are like their day-to-day activity in school and that's Mm -hmm. where the challenge is have have they ever asked you for help with something at school like a project yeah i i remember a funny one like because it's online school so they really go to me and say i need help with this and for that for for a particular activity they needed a paper doll and like i instantly have to cut out a paper doll and when (laughs) i open it it looks like it looked like siamese twins (laughs) they're connected with i was laughing hysterically and then my my son showed it to her his teacher and the teacher was <laughs> laughing too. It was embarrassing, but I mean, oh. I tried. <laughs> I know. I think all we can do is try, you know, like just be there with our kid and maybe you can tell yourself it's the act of being there with your kid, not the final project. 
Right. But I, I discovered this um, YouTube channel where you te- they teach you how to draw step by step. And we try that with my son. My son loves to draw. That's the thing. Like, good thing he, uh-huh. he didn't get that from me. But he, he <laughs> has, you know, we have rims of pa- paper that we use up like every month because he just loves to draw. Oh, wow. So we found this um, YouTube channel. I think it's called Arts Hub where they teach you step by step. And it was like the first time in my 30 plus years on earth that I was able to draw something so decent <laughs> together with my seven-year-old son. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I um, Three of my closest friends we did um so bob ross has oh, yeah. a i've heard of bob ross yeah but i didn't yeah, watch it so, when he was young when i was young i know i think everyone probably did but all of i think all of the episodes are on his youtube channel so i had three of my closest friends um we all live here because of the pandemic we don't usually get together unless it's outside um but for this i mailed them each a painting kit that i found on amazon and myself and then we picked out an episode to watch and we all did it together on Zoom. Wow. So I, I played the episode and then we all did it. And it was so funny to to see everybody's, you know, final projects. And just like <laughs> one of our friends, she was an art major in college. So, of course, hers is like completely Amazing. like, so good. yeah. And then the rest of ours, we were just dying laughing because there was a sunset. So you had to like somehow blend the colors and Bob Ross, like he makes it probably as easy as it can be. But, um, it was just so funny, like how off, because for me, my issue with painting and drawing is like my perspectives are off. Like I, I can't do, I don't know how to do something where it's smaller. So it looks like in the background it's back or it's behind. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. That's my issue. I know, like there is um, a restaurant. It's a wine shop, actually, where you go go there, drink wine while learning how to paint. Oh yeah, I haven't really been there, but I imagine that <laughs> my friends will probably laugh at my my painting. But I think it's it's just the way it is. Like I try to, you know, do I doodle like small butterflies or hearts, but it's really basic, the, the basic as yeah. it can be. Yeah, me too. I've I've been to those painting places and mine are okay, but it's never good enough to like hang up. And um I go to this spa and I don't know I don't know why, but they have all these paintings along the hallway that are obvious it's from one of those wine and, and painting right. places. Mm-hmm. And it's just, they're just always slightly off. And I, it just makes me laugh because I'm they're obviously proud of them and they're not bad, but they're just like a little off and it's just <laughs> It always makes me laugh that they hung so many of them up along the wall. I know. And you have a son. Like I'm sure you can relate to, you know, the requirements in school. Are you that person who, who helps him or is it your husband? Oh, I definitely help. We just a couple of weeks ago, you know, the school year started in his preschool mm-hmm. and um, they had to do an all about me poster and it was pretty big. I'm showing Catherine in the screen. It was like, 11 by 14 inch size. And, mm-hmm. and um, it said all about me and you filled in the blanks, like their favorite color and TV right. show. Mm-hmm. And it's just black and white, but I couldn't leave it alone. And I filled it out with him. You know, I wrote it and then I colored in all of it. So like each section was a different color. So I like to color, but 
that's just filling in things with color. I can't really draw something and then color it in. So I like doing that stuff. Like I, I like coloring. That seems pretty safe because all you're doing is, is shading something in. You have you have a point, right? Right. I think I can handle coloring. There's another adult stress reliever activity. I'm sure you've tried it. Yeah. The color by numbers, where it's really some of it are really really tiny. Like when I looked at it, I guess I'm just not really the target market. I was like, this is not a stress <laughs> reducing activity. It's giving me stress just to make sure that you color the fine uh, mm-hmm. parts of the, the the painting with the right color so this is stress inducing for me <laughs> see I know, I know that's so funny and i i have seen those where they're so intricate you can barely tell what the number is to exactly. match to the color exactly i'm sure there's a beginner one but the one that gave some a friend gave it to me it was one of those things that it's really, really, really intricate. And of course, it went to recycling and I gave it to another friend. <laughs> um, besides, you know, drawing and coloring, um, what are you bad at other crafts? Like, um, I'm thinking like 3D stuff. Like, I remember one time um, I got a mosaic kit for the garden, like a stepping stone, and mm-hmm. you put the colored glass in it as a design. Mm. It, that turned out pretty good. It was supposed to look like an owl and then a border around it. And mine's mine's pretty good. I have it by the front steps at our house. Um, have you ever tried, you know, more 3D stuff like that? I can't remember maybe when I was younger. I think I can follow instructions. Like tell me like in the YouTube mm-hmm. video, tell me to draw this first and color this, this color, but I just cannot get it out of my imagination and then illustrate it just thinking about it that that's where I really really suck at but if you tell me the step by step I I just tell myself it's okay you're good at math that that's that's okay too (laughs) yeah yeah I mean I I think a lot of people are either creative meaning they can basically come up with something out of thin air or they're more analytical so would you say you're more on the analytical side Definitely, definitely. Like math and science were my favorite subjects back in school. Um, Although like in marketing, you have to have a great eye for design too. You need, you know, some illustrations or even creative materials like videos for your product, for branding, for promotions. And I feel like I have a good eye for that. Like I know what's on brand, what can be better. Um, But it's just that I can guide people what I want or how to do things. Mm-hmm. I just can't do it myself. Yeah, I think I'm like that too. I'm I'm definitely more on the creative side, but obviously more with language. Like um, mm-hmm. on the the um, ACT, which is one of the tests you take to get into college, I got a perfect score on la- on the language section. Now math, it was a little sketchy. I did pretty bad. Science, I did okay. But language, I've always been really good at, obviously, which is why I'm, you know, in content. You've been writing for a long time. Like, I think that was your major, if I remember correctly. You're right. Yes. Yeah. I listened to the the episodes. (laughs) (laughs) You're right. That's funny. You remembered. Yeah. I, so I'm good with that, but I am exactly like you. Like, I can't just pull something out of thin air and have it look good, you know, whether it be. Mm -hmm 
drawing something or like mosaic glass or I don't know what else people do. Even the like crochet crochet or knitting. Yeah. I'm I it's just not my interest, I guess. So I just do it because you know you need it for school. But other than that, I won't I won't touch it. Would you are you that the kind of person who loves knitting or crocheting? I like to knit, so I know how to knit, but I can't do patterns. I could just do a scarf mm-hmm. or like a, a skinny blanket. I could mm-hmm. never I can just like do rows. I can't ever do like uh one of our previous podcast guests, Danielle, she's a really good knitter and she'll knit socks. Um she'll knit like cardigans. Danielle, are are copywriter before? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, didn't know that. Yeah. So so it's amazing to see what she can knit. Now I can't do that. I can do, like I said, a scarf or something. But one thing I am fairly good at is um, embroidery and cross stitch. I can oh, do that okay. pretty good freehanded. Like I've I've done like sayings on a on a little cloth for friends, like funny sayings, mm-hmm. and I can do that freehanded. Um, but I think I'm good at that because it's a grid, right? Exactly. So you know, on the embroidery cloth, it's basically little squares. So if I if I know okay, this letter I'm going to do is four squares, then I I know how to plan out the rest of the letters. So that I'm pretty good good at. Have you ever done any knitting or cross stitch or embroidery? I did cross stitch and um, crochet because like I said, I we need that in school as a project. But I think I was able to follow that because there are there's a pattern to follow. Yeah. So that made it easier. So you, for this part, you need this color and then mix it with this color. So that one, I survived. I think <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't fail my home economics class, but yeah, I, like you said, it's different because it's a grid. There's a pattern. Um, there's some sort of instruction, and it's not just really, really creative thinking and expressing what's on your mind. Right. What about um, sewing? Do you know how to sew? Yeah, yeah. Again, because of school, you, you, need, you need the different stitches to learn the different stitches. But again, it's not my interest back in school um what probably can count as uh arts and crafts or making beads there was a time back when you were young you know you make make made beads and friendship bracelets that one I yes. can do. so yes what do i think it's a yarn it's not a yarn it's a some kind of thread yeah like embroidery floss and you yeah. make bracelets Mm-hmm. I did make a lot of friendship bracelets. That was a thing when back back then. Yeah, same. We do that. And also beads, because remember when you have young girls, there's usually like sets of beads where you can make necklaces yes. and bracelets and earrings. So that that one, uh, I think I can I can take. I enjoy those those things. Yeah. And those stuff, that stuff, it's really cool to see it as you're doing it and at the finished product because it's usually pretty colorful. So it's yeah. it's just really pretty to see like the patterns that come out of it. Right. And it's more of blending the colors and then you can use it. You can see how it looks like if you prefer this color, or if you give it to a friend, maybe be- I-, I think because of that too, that aspect, that's why I think I enjoyed that um, activity 
better than the others. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. And um, when we were talking about sewing, I thought of this other funny story. So um, growing up, I was in Girl Scouts. And so, um, you know, you had a sash that you got patches on for different activities like community service or learning how to start a fire or something. Um, and my mom, um, so my parents were still together at this time. They got divorced eventually, but at this, but she worked full time. So did my dad. And instead of sewing my patches on, like, like most of the other moms did, she, um, ironed them cause they had like a tacky back so you could iron them on. And so my patches would always peel off because they weren't iron or, uh, sewed on. And I used to get so mad at her. Like, why can't you just sew them on? But now that I am a mom and I work full time, it makes me laugh because I think about like, she was probably so tired and probably, you know, ironing on these, these dang patches at, you know, 10 o'clock at night. And then, you know, I come in ungrateful, like mad at her, but <laughs> so now I, I see the other side of it. But at the time I was angry that she wasn't sewing them on, but now I understand that she was probably just so tired. <laughs> you, you made me, you reminded me of something that I think I also enjoyed. I, I, there was a time where silk screen that you used to do that oh. silk screening prints on shirts. Yes. So I, I thought that was fun. Oh, it's mostly, you know, picking a pattern, painting some colors. And then I guess the process is what interested me and also tie dye, making tie dye shirts, which is making a comeback now. Um, yes. Maybe because that's easier because you just mix colors, you put ties and whatever comes out still looks okay. Yeah, I agree. It, it doesn't have to be accurate or, you know, look so polished. So yeah, th I guess those are some things that I enjoyed. That's a, that's a good point. I've never done silk screening. I've watched people do it and I think it's awesome. Tie dye. I've done, I've done bleach dyeing where you just put it, you pour bleach or spray be bleach on different parts and then it, it bleaches out the color. And then I have a tie dye kit that I haven't done yet. I want to do ice dye. So you put ice on top of it and then the as the you put the dye on top of the ice and as it melts, it dyes the clothes. I want to do that because I think you're right. I think it seems pretty foolproof. So you enjoy it more. Yeah, that's it. Versus something like like drawing, if you mess it up or painting, it's you a lot. You know how it looks like. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's always going to look weird. You can't, it's hard to fix after. Exactly. Yeah, maybe that's why it's I found it more fun to to do those because it's just blending of colors. So that's that's easy. And this, yeah. what I try to do because, you know, just to you as a mom, you know that in, in a pandemic you have to think of a lot of activities. Mm -hmm. I'd like to call myself resourceful so even if I cannot produce them myself, I usually find some really good people that, you know, creates a setup for a birthday that I can order from mm -hmm. or or um, a costume for Halloween that I can purchase. I think I compensate with that. But other than that, what things that we enjoy are experiments, which is also oh. um, a fun activity. It's not artsy for sure, but it's, it's, it's something that keeps them excited and 
you know, you get to, it's not, although it's science, there's a lot of things that you can do and still express your creativity. Yeah, I love that. That makes me think. So how old is your son again now? Oh, he is a uh, three. Mm. Yeah. So he, he likes to do stuff. We did, um, last year we built like a terrarium together. So we, we layered the sand and the soil so it would drain right. And then Mm -hmm. we added little pretend dinosaurs and put real plants and then do that. (laughs) Yeah, it was, and it was a kit. I got it from Amazon and it was all enclosed. Oh, and I even got the plants from Amazon too. Um, and so the plants are still alive and they're in the bathroom and um, so that was really cool. And that was kind of creative too, because you decided where the dinosaurs went and where the plants mm-hmm. went. So that was fun and, and kind of sciencey too, because we don't really water the plants. I spray them with a spray bottle and they're still, you know, thriving. So that's been interesting to see. Yeah, we. I, I'll definitely try to find that because my sons are obsessed with dinosaurs. They know the different kinds that I can't even spell. <laughs> At this time, like I just bought them this pack with 10 dinosaurs. Each are different. And I, when I try to pronounce one, they'll laugh at me and correct me. It's not that I, I can't even remember now, but let's just call them a T-Rex and Triceratops. <laughs> I know. Yeah, they're, they're into that, that period. So I'll check that out. That'll be fun. Another project that we've put off um, with our son is so in our couch downstairs, there's a behind the couch, there's a huge wall and it's obvious you could put like a pretty big piece of art there. And we have three canvas paintings right now that we just bought um, Mm -hmm. like cheap on Amazon and they look cheap because they're just printed. And so I thought it'd be cool. I have that too here in this room. I know it's a struggle. And I, so I bought a huge blank canvas from the craft store. I mean, the things probably width wise, probably almost as tall as me. And I found this thing on Etsy um, and like YouTube and Pinterest all had ideas where you can create your own abstract art with your kids and like roll marbles and paint. And then you can use like other things to paint across it and since it's abstract, it will like look great or whatever. And so I bought the canvas and everything, but, and I bought the paint and I bought the marbles, but we haven't done it yet because it's just so daunting to think about, you know, what if we mess this up and it's supposed to be this fun activity and it'd be cool if it turned out. Cause then that would be in our living room. We could say, look, we painted this as a family. That was my idea, mm-hmm. but we haven't done it yet. Cause I'm so worried. I'm, we're going to mess it up and it's just going to look awful. I can relate to that, but because it, it's abstract, then probably it will turn out right. All right. <laughs> I just get nervous. I mean, I don't know if you're like that with with the arts and crafts. Is just like sometimes I just won't even attempt it because I'm just so bad, so worried it's going to turn out badly. Same. Like if I can get away with it, which I feel like I try to do my entire school from ki- from being a kid to an, uh, in college, I do that. I I did I didn't like go to the extent of hiring someone to to do my art project. I would do it, and it's okay if I if that sucks. I mean, I'd get a lower grade, but it is what it is. Um, I I remember doing uh it was a sewing class where we had to prepare or create some 
a sh- shorts. Um, and then I did. I tried sewing it. It looked like a shorts, but it didn't have the right pattern. Like it was just flat from the front and the back, which shouldn't be. But yeah, I, I just couldn't figure out how to do it properly. That's funny. That makes me think about the art scene as a whole, though. Like some stuff that I see in art museums that, you know, are designated as art. It's like a blue dot on a white canvas and they call it like imagination or something. And and people say that. And it's really, really expensive. Right. And so that makes me think uh, one time we were in New York City, my husband and I, and we went to the Guggenheim Museum. Mm-hmm. And there was this exhibit where it was like household objects clustered together, which I don't know. I get it. I get art and I appreciate it. But some stuff I'm just like, how is this, you know, $30,000 or whatever. And so anyway, right outside the room, there was a, a piece of paper against the wall that was obviously trash, but people were looking at it like it could have been part of the exhibit and nobody touched it because in case it was part of this exhibit. And it just made me laugh so much because it's like, what really is art, you know, and some stuff you said, like, is really expensive. It's like, well, I'm not artistic. And I could definitely paint like a splatter on a canvas. (laughs) If that's it, then we can be called artists. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. But yeah, I've seen those really um, eccentric I mean, there are painting, you know, there are museums where there's really, really great paintings. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, there's a, the Van Gogh experience that's, I don't know if you have oh. that one close to you, but I've been seeing my friends in the U.S. and it, it, that used to be an exhibit here as well. But that one I can appreciate, you, you know, you can see <laughs> Star Starry Nights. It looks really awesome. But like you said, there are some artistic expression where there's like a fork and a, a knife and that they're glued together and then or a really weird statue I guess that's art I'm just not the target that's just what I'm thinking that's why I cannot appreciate it and they're really really expensive I know I know it it's it's so funny I'm laughing at that because and then if you question it people say well you just don't understand you don't get it you lack culture. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know. It's so funny. I mean, yeah. It's so interesting, like, what people consider art and what isn't. So, yeah. Um, well, I think we're almost at time now. Um, if I'd like to hear, like, if you have any closing words about, like, maybe some art projects you'd like to try. I mean, whether or not you'd be good at it or not. Or is there anything that you haven't tried yet, maybe with your... Um, your boys that you'd want to right now they're really into building so legos and magnetic blocks and i help them with that so at first like when they were you know getting these toys during christmas i was when i whenever we open it the boxes all say like 96 pieces or 120 pieces i'm like why are boys toys so complicated (laughs) what we used to have back then were just teddy bears and Barbie dolls. It's so simple. Or even it's mm-hmm. a dollhouse is not as complicated as that. But recently I've been enjoying that more and probably because they're also very into it. So I'll probably do more of the building stuff. I think that um, I can enjoy. 
um, I want to give painting a try, like the the wine and painting oh, um, mm-hmm. place once it's all open again. I'd like to try it. I haven't really tried. I'm just guessing that um, I'll suck at it, but it's worth a, a try. And um, I guess for me, like I survived, even if I suck at arts and crafts. So. It should be okay. You have other gifts. You have other talents that's, that you're great at. It's good that, you know, I'm aware that what, what I suck at. And if I really wanted to be good at or be better at arts and crafts, of course, I know that I need to dedicate time to learn more about it. Maybe watch more YouTube videos or whatnot. But I just try to be more resourceful that's that's also fine like if you can outsource if you can order if you can you know mm-hmm. try the do do it yourself things like over the weekend i just ordered it's called the mad scientist kits where there are test tubes it's so cool like they're beakers and then it's a very simple experiment with vinegar and baking soda but it's yeah. it's like the reaction of the kids are price, priceless so yeah there are ways to all to enjoy activities even if you suck at arts and crafts (laughs) yes I love that and that still totally counts as being creative like building stuff so um if anybody you know wants to connect with you online or learn more about what you do on the marketing side where can they find you sure they can find me at linkedin um i'm katherine kimbao there and we also have a podcast and kelsey was our very first guest interview there. We were so blessed to have you there as our, our guest, our first guest. It's called No Hacks Marketing. Um, you can check that out, nohacksmarketing.com. I co-host that with an, our former colleague, Slobodan Monich. So make sure to check it out. Awesome. Yes, I've been loving your your podcast too. I've been listening. So Thank you. Um, Catherine. Thank you so much for joining me. And to everyone else, thank you for listening. Don't forget to share us with your friends and leave us a review. And we really appreciate it. Until next time. Thank you for listening to the Story Shout Podcast. Don't forget to review us on iTunes and connect with us on social media at Story Shout or online at storyshout.co. Until next time, stay normal.